وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار indeed the praise is for allah we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who was alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind. O you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with, and do not die unless you are Muslims. O mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person, and from that person created his mate. and from them to scattered countless men and women and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you oh you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct and upright in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins And whomsoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement. As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah. And the best guidance 
is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion. And every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation, and every innovation is going astray, and every going astray is in the hellfire. We have in the narration of Aisha radiallahu anha, قالت قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحب لقاء الله أحب الله لقاءه فقالت عائشة رضي الله عنها يا نبي الله أكراهية الموت Afwan qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam man ahabba liqa'a Allah ahabba Allahu liqa'a wa man kariha liqa'a Allah kariha Allahu liqa'a faqalat Aisha radiyallahu anha ya nabiyallah akarahiyatul maut faqala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam laysa kadhalik walakin almu'min إذا بشر برحمة الله ورضوانه وجنته أحب لقاء الله فأحب الله لقاءه وإن الكافر إذا بشر بعذاب الله وصخته كره لقاء الله وكره الله لقاءه أو كما قال Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our mother Aisha radiallahu anha, she mentioned that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he stated, Whoever loves to meet Allah, Allah loves to meet him. And whoever hates to meet Allah, then Allah he hates to meet him. So Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, O Prophet of Allah, are you referring to the dislike of death? And then she mentioned, فَكُلُّنَا نَقْرَهُ الْمَوْتِ For every last one of us, we dislike death. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, the affair is not that. However, the believer, when he is given the glad tidings of the mercy of Allah and the pleasure of Allah and the paradise of Allah, the believer, he loves to meet Allah. And as a result of that, Allah loves to meet him. And as for the one who disbelieves, when he is given the news or the tidings of the punishment of Allah and the anger of Allah, he hates to meet Allah and Allah hates to meet him. This narration, our mother Aisha radiallahu anha, she is conveying to the Muslim ummah a very important matter. And that matter is the two categories of people 
at the time of death. You have a category of people who will receive the glad tidings of the mercy of Allah. They will receive the glad tidings of Allah being pleased with them. They will receive the glad tidings of the paradise. And then you have the one who will receive the tidings of the punishment of Allah and Allah's anger. And this is something that we should be concerned with. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he mentioned this to Aisha radiallahu anha. And we know that Aisha radiallahu anha was someone who was dear and beloved to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So his interaction with her radiallahu anha was one of care and concern. His interaction with her was one where he was teaching her the affairs of the religion. Teaching her that which she needed to know to be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Preparing herself with the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and other aspects. So when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he mentioned to Aisha radiallahu anha, that whoever loves to meet Allah, then Allah loves to meet that person. And this establishes the principle al-jazam in jins al-amal. That the reward that the person receives is based upon the actions of the individual. If you do good, you receive good. If you do evil, then you are entitled to just that. So whoever loves to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah loves to meet this person. And likewise, whoever hates to meet Allah, then Allah hates to meet the person. So Aisha radiallahu anha, she inquired, are you referring to the dislike of death? Meaning, the one who hates to meet Allah. Is this speaking about a person's dislike for death? Because every last one of us, we dislike to die. And this is the natural state of the human being. The human being wants to enjoy life. The human being wants to live for a long time. The human being does not want to die just yet. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he clarified, Laysa kathalik, the matter is not like that. But this is not what is being referred to here. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he mentioned to Aisha, the believer, when he is given the glad tidings of the mercy of Allah and the pleasure of Allah and the paradise of Allah, he loves to meet Allah. When does this take place? At the time of death. As Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُوا عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْسَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُوْعَدُونَ 
Indeed, when the indeed those who say our Lord is Allah, and then they are upright upon practicing the religion, the angels descend down upon them at the time of death, saying to them, "Do not fear, and do not be sad. Rather, have the glad tidings of the paradise which you were promised." So at the time of death for the believer, the angels are giving the believer the glad tidings. Because the believer worked hard in the life of this world to be upon the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The believer sacrificed for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The believer sacrificed his time, the believer sacrifice the wealth, the believer sacrifice the following of his or her own desires, all for the sake of Allah. The believer, the one who gets up in the morning for Salatul Fajr, to pray Fajr on time, that is a sacrifice. The believer who pays the zakat, the believer who fasts in Ramadan, the believer who makes the hajj, all of the practices of Islam, this is a sacrifice that we make. With our time, with our efforts, our energy, our bodies, our wealth, and other than that. We do this for the sake of Allah. So due to the sacrifice that we make in this life, for Allah's sake, in using that which Allah has given us to worship Him with, the believer receives the glad tidings at the time of death. Glad tidings of the mercy of Allah. The mercy of Allah in the hereafter that Allah will not punish this individual because this individual he did good or she has done good with his or her life. That Allah is pleased with this individual. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give this individual the paradise. And how great is this glad tidings for the believers. But as for those who have rejected the religion of Islam, those who reject worshipping Allah alone, those who reject the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, although they know the truth, And they did not use the life that Allah Azzawajal has given them for doing good. Rather they used their lives for the worship of the creation instead of the worship of the Creator. They used their lives for indulging in evil and indecency and other than that, from that which Allah is not pleased with. The angels, they give those who disbelieve the tidings of the punishment of Allah. And they give them the tidings of the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because they did not fulfill their purpose in life. As Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, وَمَا خَلَقَتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ And I have not created the jinn nor the mankind except to worship me. This is the purpose of life for every human being. Whether the person is white, black, Arab or non-Arab, this is the purpose of life. To worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين ما بعد. We have the narration on the authority of Sufyan Thaqafi رضي الله عنه. قال قلت يا رسول الله حدثني بأمر أعتصم به فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قل ربي الله ثم استقم فقال سفيان وما أكثر ما تخاف علي فقال فأخذ رسول الله رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بطرف لسان نفسه ثم قال هذا سفيان الثقفي may Allah be pleased with him he said I said O messenger of Allah narrate to me inform me of a matter that I can hold fast to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said to him, Say, my Lord is Allah, and then be upright. And then he asked the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, What is it that you fear the most for me? And then he stated that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam grabbed onto a portion of his tongue, and he said this, The Prophet ﷺ directed this companion to establish his iman, saying that his Lord is Allah. And this is the statement of the heart and the statement of the tongue. We establish our iman, our belief in Allah with our hearts. And likewise with our verbal speech. But that's not enough. The Prophet said, ثُمَّ اسْتَقِمْ Then be upright upon the religion. Then practice the religion. My brothers and sisters, it is not enough. It is not sufficient to just believe in the heart and profess your belief with your tongue. There must be actions. If you want to receive the glad tidings at the time of death, you have to have the speech that you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that speech is from the heart and the speech is from the tongue. And likewise, there must be istiqama ala deen. There must be establishment in the practice of the religion. Not just lip profession. We have to live Islam. We have to practice Islam, not just speak about being a Muslim. 
Not just having a Muslim name, not just coming from a Muslim country or born to Muslim parents. We have to live this religion. We have to practice this religion. We have to die upon this religion, this way of life. As Allah he mentions, and we hear this week in and week out. Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu taqullaha haqqa tuqati wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. Oh, you who believe, fear Allah with the right that He should be feared with and do not die unless you are Muslims, meaning unless you are in a state of submission, in a state of practicing the religion of Islam. A commandment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for us to be upright upon the religion until death. Don't play around with your deen. Take this matter seriously. As the Prophet sallallahu he mentioned, إِنَّمَا الْعَبْدُ يُبْعَثُوا عَلَى مَا مَاتَ عَلَيْهِ that indeed the servant will be resurrected on the day of judgment upon that which he died on. How do you want to be resurrected on the day of judgment? Do you want to be resurrected as a righteous individual? One who died upon making the five daily prayers? One who died upon paying his or her zakat? One who died upon fasting in Ramadan? One who died upon fulfilling the pillars of Islam? One who died upon good character? Or do you want to be raised as one who was negligent? Missing prayers intentionally? Not fasting in Ramadan, not paying the zakat, although you're obligated to pay zakat? One who used to travel all around the world on vacation, but you never made hajj? This is how you want your affair to be on the day of judgment? Do you want to be resurrected as a person who was ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or you want to be resurrected as one who was following the way of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he said, أَفَلَا أَكُنْ عَبْدًا شَكُورًا Should I not be a grateful slave to Allah? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he made this statement when he was questioned about why is he praying the night prayer to the point where his feet would swell and Allah already forgave him for everything. But still the Prophet ﷺ with that virtue, he worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did more than that which was upon him to do. Showing gratitude to Allah and being a good example for the people. Belief in Allah and istikama upon the deen, it is a must in order for us to receive the glad tidings on the day when death will come to us. And without a doubt, every last one of us in this masjid, we will die one day. When? Allahu A'lam. It can be today, it can be tomorrow, it can be next week, but we will die. What have you prepared for that day? What have you sent forward for that day?
The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he mentioned yatba'ul mayyita thalath three things follow a dead person ahluhu wa maluhu wa amaluhu his family his wealth and his deeds fayarji'u thnan wa yabqa wahid two go back and one remains with the individual when he's in his grave fayarji'u ahluhu wa maluhu his family and the wealth they go back you can't take your family with you in the grave and you cannot take your money with you in the grave wa yabqa amaluhu and his actions will remain with him while he is in his grief this statement of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it shows where the focus of the muslim should be the focus should be upon doing good leaving off evil because at the end of the day this is what remains with us our deeds whether they are good or whether they are bad and again if you want your situation to be good for you in the next life is upon you to start working in this life don't think that you're going to wait until death comes and then you're going to rectify everything by making toba the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned inna allah yaqbalu tawbat al-abd ma lam yugharghir aw kama qala sallallahu alaihi wasallam that indeed Allah he accepts the toba the repentance of the servant as long as he has not started the gargle of death meaning as long as you are not in the state where you are about to die when the angel of death is coming to you you have a chance to make toba but at that time no toba is accepted so do not allow the shaitan to deceive you to make you think you have time you have until tomorrow you have until next week don't worry about it you're going to make hajj this year so when you make hajj this year all your sins will be forgiven so continue with your relationship and that which is haram continue doing the haram because when hajj season comes you're going to make hajj anyway don't be deceived by the shaitan who said you're going to make it to hajj season who said you're going to make it until tomorrow be aware of the trickery of the shaitan the shaitan is the same one who says to the person when he wakes up at night go back to sleep the night is long and then you miss out on the worship be aware as allah azza wa jal mentions ya ayyuhalladhina amanu dukhulu fi silmi kafa wala tatabi'u khutuwat ash-shaitan innahu lakum aduwwun mubeen oh you who believe into into islam in its entirety and do not follow the footsteps of the shaitan indeed the shaitan is an open enemy to you we ask allah azza wa jal to make us from amongst the people who will receive the glad tidings at the time of death we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us amongst those who say our Lord is Allah and then we are upright upon the religion. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala to allow us to die upon Islam. 
We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to forgive us for our sins and wrongdoings and make us amongst those who will receive His mercy, His pleasure, and His power. I sukulu kauli hada, astaghfirullah li wa lakum, wa subhanaka allahumma bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha ila and astaghfiruka wa antubilik. Akim as-salam.